So this interview being the uh, last of the season, I'm glad that it took a turn that it, that it did. This interview is with Lynn Pappas. I initially was uh, interviewing her about some of the products that she had made for uh, bartenders in the uh, competition circuit. Her specialty is uh, homeopathic therapy. I found that to be really interesting because I like to use aromatics in uh, aerosol form in some of my cocktails. So I thought to myself, cool, you know, we'll, we'll get to talk about that. And we sort of did. But then the interview took a turn on to the uh, health and wellness of uh, bartenders and because of our hours and um, the sort of lifestyle that we live. And uh, I appreciate the fact that this is something that is naturally close uh, to her because she already works with bartenders. And then uh, she also mentions people in the medical industry. We work at night. We work uh, very odd hours. We uh, find it difficult sometimes to keep a healthy lifestyle, but that should not be a barrier. So we should be able to live a healthy lifestyle with some adjustments. That said, um, here's the interview. I hope that you enjoy it. Look into the uh, descriptions for links to get in touch with Lynn. Also to get in touch with myself and let me know what topics you'd like to hear. As always, keep the conversation going. Hello, everyone. I'm David Dacry, and welcome to the Open Bar Experience. I mean, it's not just about vanity and looking great when you're, you know, wearing your apron out there, and it's it's truly about caring for the body. small business that is called the Balm of the Branch, and I have a brand of product line that's for holistic healing. There's also other applications for a lot of the plant botanical and other herbal medicine-related elements, stomach bitters, etc., that um, have an application for restaurants and bars and other industries as well. So you've uh, mentioned to me that you've done different balms or essence for bartenders in the uh, competition circuit? That's right, yes. I um, provided some, what I guess competitors have called their secret weapons. <laughs> um, <laughs> we the, won't say the, any names. The, there are people you would recognize. <laughs> uh, first, second place candidates that ended up, they, they this particular first competition that I brought an um, element to was a Hendrix Gin competition. And um, there was something very specific that this um, mixologist had asked me for. And it happens to be something that's just a, a basic element in my line of work. If someone's asking me, this was not what uh, was requested because I, to some extent, keep privacy of what it is that different, different uh, sure, yeah. folks are using. But this, partic this particular element is something I use almost on a daily basis. 
Um, so it was something I could source almost immediately and got it in the hands. And this was like a 48-hour turnaround before oh, wow. the competition happened. And uh, I, I don't think she was a number one placed winner, but she's second place in her field. So Okay, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I've done a little bit of competition. I know how hard they are, and so that's, that's a lot. You say that was a very basic Basic in of... my world, but it, at the time, because this was years ago, yeah. it was um, pushing a new envelope in the area of artisan cocktail elements. So a lot of my items are either roots, barks, or spices, yeah. and um, this would fall more into a root. So if I wanted special uh, tonic for my gin and tonic, you'd be able to spice something up easily yes <laughs> <laughs> and usually i have almost all of it on hand so uh, i don't recommend people calling me last minute you know i've got some <laughs> folks that uh they really amazing clients of mine that have a bar in galveston and sometimes they'll call it i'm on my way i've got a 45 50 minute drive headed to houston is it okay if i come by for some floral waters or you know hydrosol order or whatever it is so um, usually because I'm a bottler of the herbs and all of the uh, plant-powered elements, I have a lot of that on hand without having to go to the farm. So. Okay, so let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. I'm interested in how did you get started doing this and then how you are able to distribute this you know, to people. How did you get started into this? In particular, into providing essences and bot botanical elements to the um, artisan cocktails. No, 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 let's go way back. Okay, we're gonna go way back, okay. <laughs> to the first right. time you made a tea. <laughs> oh my goodness, okay. Ooh, now you're pulling out some memories on me. So my initial business was um, just generally doing recovery work with people of any kind. So it could be physical recovery. I worked with a lot of professional athletes, um, Houston ballet dancers. My background is actual physical rehabilitation work. And what I started realizing is as I was serving as the instrument for healing to help these people's bodies recover, I was also mixing up muscle tissue repair application items, or if it was something that I thought um, was anxiety ridden. So I'm working on bodies, but I'm realizing every physical manifestation of problem in someone's body is really coming from stress and anxiety of some sort, um, some type of trauma. So a lot of my work is has started out being making elixirs and making cream and balm applications and when there were sore muscles or there was a tendon uh, tear or whatever the ailment was, I was on hand making what was needed to remedy while they were with me in their recovery treatment. So it really started in a holistic modality before anyone started drinking it in cocktails like they do nowadays. No, but I, I do find uh, that interesting because athletes are always looking for that, for an edge. Definitely. And so, you know, I remember in high school, I ran track. The, the coaches would not let you lift weights because they felt it made you slower. Same way as with boxers at that time. Boxers are like, no, 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 you don't lift weights because it makes you slower. The reality of it is that it doesn't because it's the same type of tissue, the same type of muscle, fast twitch muscle, yeah. that makes you fast is what makes you strong. 
and and so or that you can activate with 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 weights but i find it interesting that that's where you started because you would think of athletes just doing the protein shake and like all the the science not necessarily the holistic science well, um, I had been 20 years with a particular um, another uh, rehabilitation specialist that I worked with, and this gal and I, and we're still we still have a partnership today. I have another second location where I'm not here in the mixing room where I do all the blending, but we have a, a gym set up, and she still um, uses all the applications. But we're really innovative in the way of helping people with recovery. So there was a trend switch because it went from just muscle, 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 load, 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 and then now everything is about, you spend 50% of your time strength building, working out, challenging the muscles, you need to spend 50 time in recovery. So that's where a lot of the essences were coming in because now people were looking at how do I um, bring in plant phytonutrients, things that are gonna make me stronger from the inside out. Right, let the body do do the work. It's yeah, it kind of took a to. different shift, but we were doing this 15 years ago. Oh, and wow. back then it wasn't, it, it, now holistic is a common word, but back then it was, oh, wow, what's that going to do? There's not enough strength in that. Well, now people have come and started realizing I've got to actually spend 50% of my time treating the body well. Um, just want to make sure that listeners know that I am in your mixing room. This is like, I know bartenders that would just really go wild in this place because there's all kinds of stuff, terrain, Egyptian, and I mean, there's Source sandalwood. From all over the world. I mean, there's yeah, there's stuff. There's some really really cool stuff here. Anyhow, um, in part, I wanted to, I want to I want to talk a little bit more about that because my focus is the bar community, beverage community, and we really put our bodies through a lot. One, because of the hours. This is something yeah. you're gonna hear a lot throughout this because I think it's very important. That is one, there are times whenever we might not see any daylight or very, very little on the way to work. That's good. Um, That's true. Another one is the way we eat, the times we eat. Like our, uh, you know, the rhythm yeah. of our bodies are opposite of what it's the meant to be. The circadian clock. Circadian clock. Yeah, very good. <clears throat> excuse me, is, is really opposite of what it should be because there's a lot of things in the daytime that are healthy. You know, your body produces vitamin B, there's certain chemicals balancing your brain. Um, and so there's a lot of depression and, and abuse of uh, alcohol and things like that. And there's more to it that I wanna get into in a different podcast. But what, what do you think are some of the things that people that have that kind of schedule can do to help them sleep? Because there's a lot of insomnia <laughs> yes. um, there's a lot of really short hours sleeping sure. or there's a lot of laying around in bed without sleeping, without the REM, right. you know, the deep sleep. What are the things that we can do that are healthy, that is not five shots of whiskey right. to knock you out? Because I've been there. Well, <laughs> you know, I've been to the point where it, it took 10 drinks before I felt like I was catching a buzz, regardless of how you know, manly or, you know, hardcore that may seem in, in, the, in Hollywood, in the movies, it's a, it's a very unhealthy right. way of life. And so I've gotten more into having a routine, <clears throat> drinking tea to, you know, turning down the lights, like doing all That's these right. different things to get to bed and be able to get good sleep. Because even if it's four or five hours of sleep, if it's good sleep, 
um, that's much, much healthier than laying in bed for 12 hours. You know, one, not getting to get sleep, and two, developing stress about not getting to get sleep because you know you're not getting the rest you need. So what are some of the things anybody can do without having to go and get a special blend, even though special blend would be nice, <laughs> bartender blend, but what are some of the things we can do? Well, I, I like the way our conversation kind of segued into the care for the people who are providing the, the essences that the public's out there consuming, having a great time. But if we peel back the veil and we look at, these are real people, they are, they are craftsmen, they are doing the work, Absolutely. but it's almost like how I see um, people come in for holistic care that are, that are nurses, or they, they work around the clock. So this is the same deal to me, and I have a big heart for both of these types of folks. So um, the first thing I will say is the vitamin D deficiency is the first thing to address, because you mentioned already the sun. You're not seeing the sun for days. So one of the things we do here in the clinic is um, I do a full spectrum light therapy. It's very important to either supplementally bring in the vitamin D, whether you're doing an oral drop with that, that's something I keep on hand. I often um, recommend putting people on that that come in for other things, bone density issues, or if they're coming in for um, arthritic, that's another thing. There's a lot of your fellow professionals they're on their feet all the time, just like a nurse, just like someone working in the medical profession. So compression, backs hurt, knees are strained. Um, so there's a lot of things that I recommend doing just topically for your, you know, don't ignore things that hurt. So address it, that's number one. When you start realizing, wow, I just sort of feel a little tweaked in my back, time to get in a bath and just soak yourself in mustard soak, Epsom salt, do something about it. So I have two recommendations. There are a couple things that we suffer, we can suffer, we shouldn't, but we suffer with at times in our physical bodies that can actually through discipline be dealt with and one is sleep. Even if you're trying to settle down against what is the um, typical uh, most preferred circadian clock rhythm, even though you can't make it at that let's say 9 to 11 p.m. is the ideal time that most people that aren't working night jobs can settle down. But there are things that we can do, like get rid of the electromagnetic force of cell phones and televisions and, you know, to come home and I understand people are running at an adrenaline load. So you deal with that versus I'm going to frenetically put energy around me like TV's going and you don't, you don't try to settle energy down by bringing in more energy. You actually do the opposite, which is probably why you, the, the phrase yin and yang is, you know, has such a strong meaning in people. I'm coming home, I've got strong um, exuberance of, I've been, you know, someone coming from, let's say a nighttime schedule, they're not getting off till 3 a.m. They have been running, their adrenal system has been on power on for hours. So I think there's got to be a formula. I don't claim to know exactly what it is, but if you know you've been operating in a four hour long marathon of not giving your body rest, you couldn't stop and grab some water between, but that's one of the first things I would say. Um, start, try to hydrate. 
don't be drinking the whole time with your customers. You ever hear, don't eat from your own kitchen. You know, sometimes yeah. you're making things and you're sending it out. But, um, you know, another thing is plan the meal because if you only have the foods to eat that are at hand, especially in the area of, um, now I know that we're dealing with more um, uh, gourmet level of foods that are offered at most drinking establishments. So it's not just a bunch of fried chicken offered there, but to some extent making plans to have a quick, um, you know, maybe a green phyto food shake on hand or something just to kind of make sure the blood sugar doesn't get out of, out of line because if you're grabbing at what you have available there to drink for your customers all the time, then you're not getting that break that you need to, um, let's say, cross-train off of, off of those elements. Yeah, that, that is exactly the, the, the way it goes down to where you forget. The other thing that happens is the kitchen will close before you get to yes. order. Um, and even in, in the better restaurants, it's two things that happen. It's like one, you always end up choosing the stuff that is because you, you get so hungry, your sugar levels. You want the quick thing. Well, rich. <laughs> which tends to have a lot of fat or, you know, you don't go for the salad because it's usually 30 minutes later, you're going to be hungry again. Uh, the other thing is, you know, you just forget. And by the end of the night, you know, what's available is stuff that is really fatty and unhealthy. And um, uh, the other thing I was going to say is you get tired of the food there. So sometimes you skip the meal to get something afterwards, yes. which you end up not doing because... You'd rather you not just, eat than eat the same thing you've had for the last three well, nights. That, and, and, and whenever on your way home, you just rather be, get home. That's mm. what ends up happening. And within that notion of what we put in our bodies, in my kitchen, I have two different kinds of lights. I have uh, daylight, that is the one that I run during the day, <clears throat> because of where my kitchen is, it doesn't get a whole lot of daylight. There's, you know, the, the window doesn't, doesn't have any straight light, uh, direct light or anything like that. I have a light bulb that simulates that. And then whenever I come home I, uh, at night, I have a different light bulb um, above the, uh, the stove that is uh, tungsten. <clears throat> so it's a lot warmer. And it doesn't, because I've read of that actually messing up with your sleep. So I have more, uh, about two, three different tungsten um, warmer light that I use at night that I do that so I don't have to use the other daylight white light which you know again gives your clearer view what's in front of you but at the same time it can mess up with your uh, with your sleep so you had mentioned sp full spectrum yes um, that's an excellent idea what you're doing to remedy because that is part of that discipline to settle ourselves down before we do hit the bed so adjusting the light that's already available to you in your home, that's free. I mean, that's just like, just start putting um, less lights on and then using lamp light. So even if someone can't go and buy necessarily, they're not in a position to invest in um, starting to put dimmers all over their house. But dimmers would be a great way to start turning the lights in an adjustment that prepares us for sleep. The other thing I suggest, and this would be, something that you'd have to seek out and purchase, but people that live in areas like Alaska that don't have daylight, they are usually supplementing healthy light. So as I said, the vitamin D was such an important element and we need 20, we really should be getting 20 minutes of vitamin D direct you know, on our skin every day. 
just to seek in the, the healing benefits of it. But there is what's called as a seasonal allergy depression light. So people that work in the evenings and they're on that type of shift work, they could come home and spend anywhere from eight minutes to I'd say 15 minutes sitting underneath this full spectrum light and usually there's some type of deficit that this will meet and, and bring in, it'll actually affect the brain center. Then the brain center is telling the organs to either let go of things it shouldn't have because they're stagnant and, and, and uh, counter to the organs having vitality or if it's not a detoxification effect, it's actually going to bring invigoration to the body. It's going to it's going to work in a way that natural oxygenation, blood flow, and circulation get increased. So that would be if I were in that type of schedule where I knew coming home at night I've missed my circadian rhythm of the clock, where normally there's a wave like in an ocean that I'm like a surfer that I want to catch that wave to settle down and go to bed. Well, if this is another way to be able to show the body that it is um, getting what it needs regardless of our lifestyle ch uh, challenges and through that light you're able to um, it's it invigorates restful sleep and there's just so many other health benefits for it okay yeah. and those run about 60 bucks i mean i think 45 dollars 60 dollars <laughs> you can get a full spectrum light so for a night out drinking, you get full spectrum. Right, light. look at the cost of that. <laughs> exactly. Doing okay. something for yourself. Uh, what sort of training you, you have? The, the um, therapy. <clears throat> Excuse me. Put some of that oil on your. <laughs> Try some more oil on your chest. <laughs> Drink your hot tea. <laughs> what sort of training do you have? How about you? <laughs> Keep so, it simple. Okay, so transitioning from the. Uh, rehabilitative and recovery focus that I had for, you know, started one of the first Pilates classes in Houston um, at the YMCA, yet started really teaching physical fitness. So I came from a background of um, being certified through physical training for um, sports medicine and also recovery. So that was really my focus. Um, got certified in gyrotonics. That's another, it's kind of a kinesiology form of rehabilitation. Um, a lot of this was, uh, it's a European form of either exercise or recovery work. So from helping people in the physical, then I moved into realizing there was so much more that was needed to really I call it the three legs of the footstool. So there's the really, I knew that I was dealing with the body and really seeing some great strides of advancement for people and seeing them feel good about themselves and seeing people's lives change as a result of them taking care of themselves. Um, the other part, and that's another thing about the, the professionals that we're talking about, your peers in the nighttime um, artisan cocktail business, that it's just exercise is going to be a pretty important element in the mix of all of these things light therapy vitamin nutrition making good decisions on their diet but another piece adding exercise is going to keep things heart health i mean it's not just about vanity and looking great when you're you know wearing your apron out there and it's it's truly about caring for the body so in the midst of working in body work and also started working in the elements of the plant-powered uh, elixirs and things that I was offering alongside with the physical work, I started realizing 
that there was such a need to get this stress piece and the anxiety piece looked at. And so I started working in an area more, I'd say, leaning towards the inner healing piece and then ended up getting um, certified in um, alternative and complementary medicine so that then I could actually make some recommendations to people. They were looking for answers beyond just the time I was spending with them on physical recovery. Okay. <clears throat> so alternative and... Complementary. Complementary, okay. I find that that term much, that is a distinction because alternative medicine ended up not that long ago having very bad connotation of being, you know, voodoo medicine or, you know, things that were just, people were like, oh, that's just crazy. Sure. You know, the chakras and whatever else they, they wanted to make fun of it, but complimentary, can you? Yes, I'm glad you asked about, about that. that. So I could have gone in the direction of um, furthering my education and understanding of things that are holistic and be where I didn't want to have anything to do with somebody who's, you know, working with a big list of medications. Well, today's world, half the people you see are going to be showing up. They need help. They need answers. They've been told from all these different sources, oh, take this, take this, take this. Well, the idea is complementary medicine comes alongside. We are medical doctors. Um, a, a certified CAM practitioner is usually going to be someone that is just saying, I'm just going to offer you an alternative. You can add this along with what you're currently doing. It's sort of like going to a naturalist that isn't going to shame you. Right. Because yeah. let's face it, sometimes with these sleep-deprived sleep issues, some of these folks that you um, know and your peers in your industry, they are taking uh, medications. They are taking prescription drugs to help them sleep. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. if someone comes in like that, I'm going to offer them I've got other elements that are going to be more like passion flower, hops. There's other remedies that can be offered that are non-prescriptive. But it, until they're ready to make a transition, that's why people in the, uh, initially really turned their nose up at holistic care. They thought, well, that can't be enough. There's not enough power to that. Certainly, it has to be a drug to get something done. So you've really seen, a, we've seen a shift in the mindset because people have realized not only are they not getting well, taking drugs and drugs and drugs, they're just not getting the answers and start, and they're starting to question, well, why am I not seeing a difference? So we just offer different suggestions and well, that they then, still have their medical doctor to consult with. Right, and in some cases, uh, the medicine needs another medicine. But <laughs> the one thing that does happen in this industry is <clears throat> a lot of people suffer a lot of depression and uh, anxiety, yes. which I think is, you know, it's just on our country that's happening a lot. Aside from that, you mentioned that there has been a change in the mindset. Yes. And that is very important because that's where a lot of, of our power lies. It's not in our physical bodies as much as it is in our minds because determination can be such so powerful. That's good. Um, in Houston, um, how can bartenders get uh, a hold of you? And then outside of Houston, how can bartenders get a hold of you or and I can ship things, what can actually. they look for if they're looking for someone for this type of um, alternative complementary uh, type of um, medicine or, you know, lifestyle, whatever it is that people are looking for. If they're not in Houston, they can't get in touch with you. What can they do? 
So I do have a uh, full um, therapy clinic where I have two treatment rooms, and we're sitting here today in my blending room where I send out the um, botanical plant-powered essences and bitters for cocktails and things that I mix up. But I, what I see happening is um, there are, and you know, I know that these folks have days off, so people who are in Houston, I would recommend even if they want to come in for just a 20-minute type of therapy from the very basic of things. They could get on a power plate. I have a um, resonation energy machines that will help invigorate, circulate, bring oxygen to the body. Um, I think that if at the minimum, um, if somebody came by the uh, clinic, I can make some suggestions. There's usually three things when I just look at somebody. I can barely even ask them any questions. And then three, there's usually going to be three things that are going to make a difference in them. Either um, there's something in vitamin nutrition that's going on, or I can uh, pick up that they might be having some sleep deprivation issues. I have remedies that will help, things they can do before they settle down at night natural things like taking, um, there's, there's vitamin nutrition you can take that just before bed will help settle, settle the mind down. I have digestible oils of blends like, um, also it's more of a sleep remedy, but it comes in the form of a sublingual drop. You take that right before you settle down. Or in terms of services, come in for a 20-minute session on the light therapy or do some type of color therapy. All these things are uh, just little things. You don't have to step in and hire a, necessarily hire a trainer to start you know, re-coaching you and um, having a life coach three days a week. If you just take the next step, the littlest thing, um, I'm not eating right, but I'm going to go ahead and start making better choices. I'm not sleeping well. I'm going to start turning off the electronics before bed. Um, I know that I have a lot of anxiety. I'm suffering from depression. Well, I need to step in and be able to ask what can be done about this. So I have um, a lot of uh, remedies that help people um, with depression. A lot of times it's electrical. A lot of times it's just settle down the electrical system that's not letting them settle at night, they can, their mind is overactive. There's things that I can recommend for that. So I think coming into the balm, um, there'll be anywhere from, I've got a whole toolbox of remedies and therapies, whether it be something you drink, um, stand on, sit on, um, have a therapy done with light therapy, or if you're gonna do some type of homeopathic work, um, that's all available. It's, it's just it's it's a plethora out there of what can be done. It's just a matter of I'm gonna am I gonna actually take the next step to do something for myself. So it's really about self care. Sounds like it's more about lifestyle and routine. Yes, break the routine. The first thing is is anyone knows when you're ready to make a change, it takes courage. Yeah. So number one, it's it's I'm in a rut. It takes acceptance and it takes courage. I'm in a rut. I'm doing this day after day and it's wearing, it's wearing me down. So the first thing is realizing, I keep saying that all is good. If you're at the point where you're saying it's not all good, then I recommend doing even the slightest thing turns a new corner. And there's plenty of things out there. I'm sure there's great different modalities to um, reach even outside of what I do. But I know in the area of the 10 different things that happen out of this place, People don't leave the same. They come in, 
whether they're here for 20 minutes or they're here for intensively want to stay for three hours and get a bunch of stuff worked out, um, they don't leave the same way they came in. Do you have a website? Yes, I do. And it's www.balmofthebranch.net. <clears throat> if they're in a different city and they do want to visit a clinic <clears throat> like this one, what would be a good search? Well, the first thing I would say, if they wanted to physically go sit and actually get um, holistic therapies done similar to what I do, um, there are groups called um, NAET, uh, they're allergy elimination clinics, but they usually offer things like ionic foot detoxification. They offer similar things like what I offer here. One of the things I'm doing, if someone doesn't really think they're out of state and they can't necessarily get in to see somebody for a session, I do balm boxes. So I'll find out over the phone or I'll do a, a quick assessment um, with somebody and usually can package up some things that I can send out to them too, just by simply having a phone call with them. Well, Lynn, thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Welcome, I appreciate you coming out. And um, hopefully we'll be able to do this again. I hope so, <laughs> it's been fun. All right. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. Until next time, keep the conversation going.